Welcome, Megan Tall. Thank you so much for joining our next edition of the Lemon Spark podcast. I'm so honored that you are here. I found you on the internet and it sounded like you had an incredible Lemon Spark story and I can't wait to hear about it myself. So do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what lemon brought you here? Sure, I would love to. And thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to share and be of service to your audience today. So yeah, I've been an entrepreneur for most of my life, um, well over 25 years. Barbara and I were talking about we're going to be turning 50 this year, both of us. So it's been quite some time. And I've had seven different businesses over the years, all around things I've been super passionate about. And um, you'll find out soon, been through a lot of um, adversity and challenges that I had to overcome. But um, Today, now, what I absolutely love to get to do as an entrepreneur, success strategist, and passion expert is to really help um, entrepreneurs to turn their passion into a profitable business that really makes a difference and fills their soul and allows them to create a generous income doing what they love. So um, that's a little bit about um, me and my background and um, in, in the work that I do, but uh, talking about the lemon. So I was telling Barbara, I actually have more than one lemon story that I think is pretty relevant to share. So the, the first one, the, the big one is um, I became a widow at age 30. Wow. So I had married my high school sweetheart. We were together for 15 years. I met him when I was a freshman in high school. And so um, unfortunately, uh, he struggled with alcoholism for many years. And that was really, really um, difficult to deal with in itself. But then um, that actually um, led to his death. Um, so again, I was 30. Our son was two and a half years old at the time. And as you can imagine, my whole world turned upside down. I actually came home from traveling and my um, sister and my mother were there and they're crying. I'm like, what's going on? And they, they told me that they just heard Wow. Um, you weren't even was out of town. What's that? You weren't even home when it happened? No, no. Well, he was actually not there. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, he was out of town. So with his, with his parents, so it's a long story, but yeah. So um, I, again, as you can imagine, it was like, what? <laughs> but um, my way of dealing and coping was um, yes, I had, you know, the, oh my gosh, how could this happen? But then having a two and a half year old son, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to be strong for Cameron and, um, you know, put him first. And so um, I kind of just focused in on work and just doing what I knew I could do and what I had control over. And um, that was my way of kind of dealing with it. Uh, I think we all have our, our different ways. Later, I found out that it probably was good to... Um, would have been good to grieve a little bit more, but, um, but all right. So I was working for a corporate company at the time and I was working for them for about nine and a half years as a trainer manager for an international skincare company. And I traveled a ton with this position. So uh, yes, I threw myself into work, but then what was happening, Barbara, is I, I started feeling really guilty leaving Cameron home. Mm. And I felt like, oh my gosh, I really need to be there for him. So after a couple months of traveling and being away, I just made the decision that I have to make him my number one priority and put him first. 
And so I um, quit my job and decided to start my first home-based business. Wow, you quit. Yes, up and quit. And everybody around me thought I was nuts, right? Like, why would you give up your insurance or the security of a job? And But I just knew in my heart of hearts it was the right move to make. My um, why, Cameron, my son, was so much greater than the fear that I just did it. And so um, this was like 18, 19 years ago, and I had to learn online marketing, which was really interesting. <laughs> um, but I always been really good in sales and marketing. So I'm like, ah, if other people are doing it, I could figure it out. Well, six months in, big goose egg. I made zero dollars, but still my why was so strong. I stayed motivated, kept going, actually got the support and help that I needed. And then that second six months, I was able to triple my income. So that piece of having a strong why just to keep you on track and keep you motivated, I did not stay in the, in the space of, um, you know, sadness or grief for very long. Um, I kind of picked myself up and brushed myself off. But what I did find myself doing um, subconsciously was because I wasn't able to help Sean, I started finding all the, the guys out there that... Um, I felt like I can help. Sean, and I was like, you're your biggest cheerleader. Your husband? Yeah. Okay. And so, because I couldn't help him, you know, with healing the alcoholism, um, which led to his death. Yeah. I just, I guess deep down I had a little bit of, of um, maybe I could have done something more, which I, now I really know I couldn't have. But yeah. So, and then I was on this path of finding all the guys that I felt like I can help. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're so good at this. You need to start a business doing this. And, and it was really interesting looking back now, what, what I was doing. And it was because of that, that sense of, Oh, maybe I can help this person. So that kind of set me on a track of, of many unhealthy relationships, which mm -hmm. kind of led to another lemon, but this was a big time in my life. That was a big aha. Cause I've had, like, obviously, I told you I had multiple different businesses. And I actually, actually after I figured out, um, you know, the online marketing piece, I was doing really well and had this, you know, nice house and always wanted my own boat. And I got my own boat and um, my son and I traveled. And so we were doing pretty good. You know, it looked um, good on paper anyway. But what was happening is I felt like everything was such a challenge. I was like pushing a metaphoric rock up a hill. Mm -hmm. Why does everything have to feel so hard? And I was doing all the things I felt like I needed to do, kind of comparing myself to other people. Oh, yeah. And so it just felt heavy. And after years and years of doing this, I was exhausted. I mean, confidence and drive and ambition had never been my issue. But um, uh, when you are not true to yourself and you are not clear on what you should be focusing on, then that's when um, you can find yourself, you know, in this resistance and kind of pushing and forcing. So at that time, I was in a really unhealthy relationship, like a mentally abusive relationship, again, attracting all the, the wrong people. And so um, I decided one day I, I woke up and, and God told me, you need to break up with this person. So I'm like, okay. And I did and didn't quite work out that way. He decided not to move out and he 
decided to kind of torment me for months and months and refused to leave, was over my shoulder every day. And when you're a solo entrepreneur attempting to run a business, that made it very difficult. So I got to a place, Barbara, where I almost lost everything that I owned and a really, really dark place. And so I hit kind of that rock bottom place um, where I couldn't push and force anymore. I just couldn't do it. And so I was blessed to be able to have an opportunity to go to a retreat at my church to have some time for myself. But of course, I'm like, I can't go. I'm too busy. I had, I was a coach on my um, son's baseball team at the time. And, and so I'm like, oh, we have playoffs this weekend. I can't go. But everybody around me like, no, you need to go. And so I made the time. I actually went. And that was such a blessing because I was able to really take a look at my life and really focus on what I truly wanted and um, not what I needed, but what I truly wanted. So what did I want personally and professionally? I start th- started thinking about how can I use my gifts in a more powerful way that um, really was in alignment with um, my purpose. And so I got really clear on what that looked like. And on the other side of that, um, I was able to kind of shift the focus of my business, redesign it to really start utilizing my unique value and my gifts in an amazing way that made more of an impact, but also was so fulfilling for me. And then I was able to kind of tap into the ease, flow, and grace in business. So that's what happens when you can be in alignment. So you're, you start focusing on what you do want versus your current situation or, you know, um, that that grief or the losses or the tragedy or the adversity. And it, it's okay to acknowledge that and actually um, accept that those things happen because we always go into that, why are all these bad things happening to me kind of thing. But then you do have to realize that that's not going to serve you to be in that state of contraction, to be in that negative space, because you're going to attract more of that in your world. So what really worked for me is to really just start shifting. Okay, what do I want? And how is that going to feel once I have that? Mm -hmm. And, you know, start tapping into the feelings and emotions of of the things that I do want to create my ideal outcome. And when you can go into that space, Barbara, you can really start tapping into um, that positive state of being an expansive state and you'll start attracting everything you need um, to support you and your goals moving forward. People, opportunities, it's amazing. Um, Six months after that time, I attracted my now husband, Andrew, who's amazing. We just celebrated our 10 year wedding anniversary. He came with a package deal with Lauren and Ashley. So now we're a blended family. Um, three kiddos. And, you know, it's just, it, it was for me um, such a telling moment that like, if we really um, take that time to do that self-reflection, get connected to our true self, get in alignment with our passion and our purpose, um, even if maybe your situation is, is um, dark or gloomy right now, you know, start thinking on the other side, like what could it look like in the future and start focusing on that. And then you can start um, shifting into that space and start being able to know maybe not exactly what you need to do, all the steps to get to that place, but you'll know what is the next best step 
for me yeah. to do moving forward to start moving towards that space. And so today I'm feel so blessed that I get to help other people. So, you know, thinking about the lemon, uh, the lemons um, that I've had, instead of thinking, oh my gosh, why have all those bad things happened to me? I always say that every experience in our life, good or bad, they're just stepping stones leading us to who we're meant to be. And I really feel like um, I was, I had those experiences. So now I'm better equipped to help other people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, with a lot of different things, you know, uh, loss of a loved one and being a single parent, parent for nine and a half years or financial losses, bad relationships, you name it, (laughs) I can help you through it. But so I really think that our story and our journey and our experiences, um, we have to embrace it. It's part of who we are and we're going to be stronger and more confident on the other side of it. And we're going to be able to help a lot of people um, through that. By yeah. That, that is just an inspiring story on, on so many levels. And I, I'd have to ask, I think I know the answer, but do you feel like where you are now is, um, are, are you happier than you had been previously? Would you say? Yes, because it, when you have that self-actualization of um, kind of why you're here, what your, your purpose is, um, then it, it, it makes sense. Like, I feel like much of my life um, was just kind of figuring out um, what life was all about and doing, I, again, all the things I felt like I needed to do to be successful and just like following other people, the shiny red objects or the gurus that were doing this. And, and um, or, you know, it, it can be very distracting in I think a lot of us have, you know, um, things in our life that we're we're almost on autopilot, living life that's passionless. We're just kind of doing our thing each and every day. But I'm going to ask you to, you know, take a moment and stop and and truly ask yourself, are you happy? And is this where you want to be? And are you using your gifts? Because I believe we all have amazing God-given gifts and talents, um, which are our passion, and we are responsible to to share those and be of service with others. And when you're able to do that, that's when you're going to be able to experience joy and be fulfilled and be able to make a difference in this world. And so a lot of times we're, especially women, we are, our passion lies dormant within us mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we're, we're doing everything for everyone else or we feel guilty doing something for ourselves. Um, so, you know, if you are currently in a, a place where you're feeling stuck or paralyzed with grief or trauma, it, it's okay. You know, give yourself grace. You're, you're, you have to, you know, accept where you're at first and not just ignore the the feelings and, and the emotions that are going along with that. But then as soon as you can, uh, you got to pick yourself up, brush yourself off and say, okay, what do I want my future yeah. moving forward and start making a plan for that and start seeing yourself there already. Cause it's really about the emotions and the feelings that really make it real. And that, um, really can allow you to attract what it is. It's, it's like an energy or vibration and you mm-hmm. can start attracting everything that you need in your world to get you to that space of happiness and joyfulness and fulfillment. Yeah. Well, 
so listening to your story, which is again, just an incredible journey that you've been on. This is what I sort of picked up on that I think is really uh, important to repeat uh, and summarize. So you had two major lemons is what I heard. The one where you were a widow at age 30. And then the second, it sounded like you were in a kind of an abusive relationship. Um, later on after you had some financial success. And what I hear is that, you know, you said oftentimes we are on autopilot uh, and we aren't really asking ourselves the question, what do we really want? And it seems like those two lemons really put you on the path to what you really wanted. The first lemon with your husband dying um, really set you on a path of entrepreneurship, which you hadn't been doing before that. Um, it was also a fact that you needed to be spending more time with your son. That's what you felt that you wanted that. And that, so that lemon made, took you off the autopilot for a little bit yeah. <laughs> and um, put you on the entrepreneurial path. And then when the second lemon came with the abusive relationship and the retreat opportunity, that second lemon also made you stop the autopilot that you'd also gotten on again, it sounds like, and really asked you again through the retreat, which was sounds like an awesome experience. What do you really want? And that, and it was from that, that you have now kind of have that alignment in your professional life and are doing what you you feel like your purpose truly is. So those lemons really took you off autopilot and forced you to ask the question, what do I really want? And I guess that's one of the blessings in disguise of lemons is that they force you <laughs> because you might not have otherwise asked yourself that question. You yeah. might not have otherwise taken the time and the energy that yeah. it takes to ask the question and answer and find the answer. And, um, and I think that's just really powerful that, you know, you were able to share that with, with us today. Yeah, and I don't think my story is anything, um, you know, unusual. If we look at a lot of folks, you know, um, that maybe have lost a job and they're like, oh my gosh, my whole world's turned upside down. I can't believe I got, I lost my job. But then what happens is often they're forced to then think of, okay, what's chapter next look like? And maybe it's really opening the door for them to do what they really want yeah. versus, you know, just have a job that, you know, Maybe they didn't even like in the first place, but, yeah. you know, so sometimes again, we get on that autopilot or we're comfortable being uncomfortable. And sometimes something has to really happen to, to shift or disrupt our life. And in that moment, it seems like, oh my gosh, my whole world's falling apart yeah. or crashing down, but it really is an opportunity for growth and for you to learn and for you to really kind of take that next step into, um, you know, your, your ultimate purpose or, or what you should be doing. And so I just, you know, want you to kind of think of, um, of it on, um, in that respect that maybe if there's a silver lining or, or something positive to come out of the challenge or adversity, um, you know, what could that be? And if it's a loss, you know, that that's a little bit different, but you know, really um, 
taking that time to grieve, but knowing that 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 individual wants you to be happy, um, mm-hmm. most likely. And so the the quicker you can get on that path to happiness and and that fulfillment, um, you know, I think it's not only good for you, but then also for the person um, that you lost. That's probably what they want for you. You know, they yeah. don't want you to stay stuck and grieving and sad. So. Um, yeah, so those are some of the things that kind of help me um, moving forward. And it's just, you know, you really are the one who gets to create um, your life and, and um, nobody can do that for you, but it's taking responsibility. You are where you are because of your own choices and your own decisions. So no longer can you blame circumstances or other people, but it's so empowering to know that you're also responsible for your future. So you get to decide what that looks like and no one can take that from you. Yeah, very encouraging words. And I think it's important for the listeners to uh, hear that your business right now, if they are interested in starting their own business or taking that entrepreneurial leap that you actually have a business that can help them with that. Am I right? Yeah. A little bit about, you know, what, what it is your, your business is right now. Yeah. So um, I actually have two different uh, things that I do. I help people take their passion and turn it into a profitable business that they love being of service with their gifts um, and yes, it's okay to actually get paid for doing something that you love that uh, that's helping people. Um, and so I have that side. And then I also have a side of my business for people who are already established in business and are experts at what they do. I help them kind of up level their business, be seen as um, experts online in their industry and to be able to then package their expertise into more high value, irresistible offers for their clients so they can really offer a full solution or transformation for their clients um, so they can um, really um, get the desired outcome that they're seeking. And um, that is one of my favorite things I get to do because it's so empowering, especially for women. Often we're not getting paid what we're worth. And that comes back to not truly understanding our value or owning our value. And that's kind of the, the piece that I'm super passionate about talking about, like how can we own our value so we can earn our worth? And that's when you're able to make an impact and, and actually um, be rewarded uh, for being of service to others um, by getting paid generously. So that's super fun. Um, I have a free gift to offer everyone, if that's okay, Barbara. Oh, oh yeah. It's actually relevant to everybody. So I wrote a book not too long ago called The Passion Belief Method, Own Your Value and Earn Your Worth. And so um, when I wrote that book, I came up with a, uh, an assessment. So um, it's to determine what your passion belief factor is. So where you stand when it comes to your, um, your value, your self-worth, your relationship with money, and the level of passion in your life or career. And so when you take this, it just takes a few minutes, it's online, you're going to tr- determine if you are a self-saboteur, a striver, or a passionista. 
And so we all want to be passionistas because that's where we're living our passion and our purpose. But, you know, when you take the quiz, you'll find out kind of where you score and then it'll give you some helpful tips and strategies to get up to that level. So you're not having to just flounder in the the self-saboteur striver area. And you typically throughout our lifetime, we're we're in these different areas, right? Depending on our, our circumstance and the things we experience, but we always have the ability to get up to that passionista level. So the tool um, is uh, a gift for you. And all you have to do to access that is go to uh, PBM, like passion belief method, pbmassessment.com. But you do have to put in the access code, which is PBM rocks in all caps. So um, I hope you take advantage of that, that gift. Um, it's really interesting. It, it really helps you learn a lot about yourself. So just to repeat, that was PBM assessment.com and that's where you go and then you enter in the code pbm rocks yep r-o-c-k-s and then you'll get the assessment yes and then um megantoll.com is a great place to learn a little bit more about me um i was going to ask how uh, can people reach out to you if they want to follow up with um you know, any questions they might have or services yeah. to provide. So megantall.com, any other ways? Yeah, to- well, um, my email, uh, support at megantall.com. Uh, just reach out if you have any questions or, you know, even just for, on a personal note, um, you know, if you're struggling, if you're going through something, if I can help in any way, um, I would love to, to be there for you and, and um, be a loving, caring ear uh, to listen. Um, so feel free to reach out in, in any respect. Um, and Megan Tull is spelled M-E-G-A-N-T as in touch U-L-L, MeganTull.com. Just want to make sure people um, get the spelling right so they find you. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Megan, for sharing your story with us today and your free gift and what you do for entrepreneurs both budding entrepreneurs and established. I really appreciate um, what you do. And I'm so glad that we were able to cross paths and learn from each other. And I hope the audience can reach out to you and get more information from you and maybe benefit from your, your experience and your services. So take care. Thank you so much for having me, Barbara. I really appreciate you. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.